Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a bi-demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Signs We Were A-Spec. Sounds fake, but okay. Welcome back to the pod. Can you even believe it? Back again. Back again. I tried a new intonation that time just for fun. How'd that go? How'd you feel about uh, it? A different, different timbre. Felt like a different me, you know? New yeah. year, new me. Uh, mm. New episode, new timbre. And I've always said that. Yeah, constantly. Um, Kayla, we definitely have housekeeping this week. <sighs> we it's really not, have. It's not housekeeping. This is We're making this house a home. This is homekeeping. Wow. Oh, that's so <laughs> inspirational. I know. I thought of it earlier, and then just now I remembered <laughs> it again. <laughs> I'm so happy that you did. Um, yes. Our homekeeping is that, as you know, surely by now, we do have a book coming out. We know, we know. If you don't know, I'm shocked and confused. (laughs) First of all, shocked and confused. Second of all, last week I did a poll on our Instagram and was like, oh, have you pre-ordered the book yet? Most people said no. What are you doing? Embarrassing. Which, like, I understand because never in my life before, like, writing this book and then becoming friends with people writing books. Did I pre-order a book? Because I was like, why would I do that when I could just go buy it? I've pre-ordered books. I have not. So I understand not doing it. But now that I know how important it is, I'm going to. Anyway, you should pre-order it. Second of all, if you live in New York City or the close surrounding area, we are doing a book launch event the week that our book comes out on February 23rd. We are it's february 23rd at 7 p.m at the strand bookstore which means that the poll kayla did on instagram where she said that it would be in brooklyn was was (laughs) but they're close enough but yeah we're gonna be at the strand in the rare book room it's a very beautiful room uh yeah we're just gonna be like talking about the book with angela chen especially us angela chen we're gonna see her in real life I know we we've never we haven't ever actually like met her. We've never actually met her. So yeah, we'll just be like discussing the book. We'll be signing books. Mm-hmm. Kayla's been working on her signature. <laughs> yeah, I became really hyperfixated on my signature the other day, and then I finally pulled myself out of the hyperfixation, and then I had to take a nap because I felt my body felt bad after doing that. So mm, good. Things are going really well for you. My signature is just going to be my normal signature because I know the the brothers Green, John and Hank Green, once had a conversation where I don't remember which one of them was which, but one of them has a signing things signature and then Mm. a real life signature. And one of them just has the same signature for both. And they were like, oh, you have you have two. And then the other one was like, you use the same thing. Like people could forge. I over the weekend went to like a small bookstore in Boston. Mm-hmm. And first of all, located uh, Angela and Sharonda's books. Was very excited. Hell yeah. Uh, but they had a section in the front with like signed copies of books. And so I did open every single signed look. book they had to do some research. It wasn't that way. It was like 10 books that they just like yeah. had on this display. But I did open every single just one of to them check it out. to do some light studying. Um. Just anyway. 
If you want to come, please do. We're, I am getting increasingly anxious that no one's going to come and I'll cry. We were just discussing that before before we started yeah. recording this. Uh, both of our entire families are coming for... And that's stressing us out even more. Yeah. Now, to which I said, Kayla, at least we're guaranteed to have six attendees at this event. True. Kayla's parents and our sister, my parents and my sister. But it would be embarrassing if they're the only ones that showed up. So please do show up. So you have to. The room can hold a decent amount of people. And it would be embarrassing if only one person came. (laughs) That would be bad. But if you want to, you do have to get tickets to go like beforehand. You can't just show up. Yeah, you have to you have to buy them online. You can't buy them at the door. Yeah. So I put information at soundsfakepod.com slash book with all the other information. Mm-hmm. So you could you could buy a ticket at the door on your phone, I guess. Maybe. I don't know if they have a cutoff. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But you should buy your tickets now. Uh you can either buy like a ten dollar ticket just to get you in the room. Or you like buy a book that we that will be signed, and that is your ticket. Either either is acceptable. If you want to pay ten dollars and bring your own book, by all means, please do. Yeah, the money goes to like supporting the bookstore, which is like an independent, a great since nineteen twenty seven. So you should give them your money anyway. Eighteen please. miles of books. Eighteen. They have eighteen miles. You don't understand. I have 18 miles books. Anyway, please, someone come. I'm getting so stressed about it. Which is honestly actually nice because the past couple days I've been so anxious about the event that I'm no longer anxious about the book itself. So it's like, mm, trade off. I've become anxious about the event. Uh huh. I've become aware of the book. Yeah, it's uh, soon. Anyway, anyway, February 21st, book is out. <laughs> February 23rd, we're having a book event in Manhattan. We may try and do something in Boston. Yeah, Sarah's going to visit me in Boston first. And then we're going to New York. I've never been to Massachusetts. Yeah, we're having an adventure. We are going to Cheesecake Factory (laughs) to celebrate the book launch. So everyone, Sean. (laughs) If you want to see us, choose a Cheesecake Factory in the Boston area, and we might be there. And just hope that you we're there. You just kind of got to hope. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Hey, let's so start sad. this podcast. <laughs> we're going to dress up, right? Yeah, I think we should be very well, fancy. And, and then I texted Kayla, and I was like, oh, my God, what should I wear? And she was like, to Cheesecake? And I was like, yeah, obviously. I don't care about the, <laughs> I don't care about the event. I don't care what I wear to the event. I care what I wear to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Yeah, we are going to go probably with my roommates in full fancy attire for the mm-hmm. night of the book launch. I'm going to have to bring heels. Like, come on. <laughs> you just want to use. <laughs> I mean, you have to. Anyway. What size are your feet? Seven and a half. Okay. Fun fact for you the can't class. Share my, you can't have my shoes. I guess you could. You just have to put a little tissue in there, maybe. What flavor are you? Like eight. I can. I sometimes wear eight. I'm like seven and a half, eight. Okay. Well, if you need shoes. Oh, I have my own. Wow. Okay. Let's do a podcast. Uh, What are we talking about this week? This week, this is an idea that Entity 303 on our Discord put as an idea. Talk about this. So they said to talk about commonly overlooked signs from the past that you might be on the ace and arrow spectrum. Um, And someone else was like, oh, yeah, like looking back on your childhood and saying, how did I not know? Mm-hmm. 
So I haven't looked through, and then people got into a whole discussion, I guess, on the Discord about like what their signs were. Mm-hmm. I haven't read through them, but we could look at those. But I've thought of a couple for myself. Okay. I have one that is actually mentioned in the book. So it's I was thinking about that for you earlier today. I actually don't think that you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking of. I think I'm thinking of something much smaller, and I think you're thinking of the broader thing. Anyway, you go first. (laughs) Me go first for me? Yep. I think my first one is that I did not have my first crush until fifth grade, which, like, doesn't seem like a big thing, and I Mm -hmm. thought was normal until I started talking to Aloes, and they were like, yeah, I had my first, like, boyfriend in kindergarten. Girl, what? And I was like, Huh? I had my first quote unquote crush. It was their fourth or fifth grade. I don't remember. But I only had this crush because I found out that this kid had a crush on me. And I was like, well, I guess I should have a crush back. This reminds me, and I know I've told this story, of the time that I found out this kid had a crush on me. So I just like went up to him and was like, ha ha, I heard you had a crush on me. As if that's like, (laughs) why would I do that? That has to be a sign of something. Evil little child. If not just a mental disorder. (laughs) Evil little child. And and then he ended up being so much cooler than me, and he went slippery rock, and uh, we've been over this. We have been over this. We've Um, been over it. My one, which is like a small thing that leads into the big thing that all of this is mentioned in the book, sounds like fun.com, is that I, like, would, like, think about, like, my future wedding Oh, I'm thinking of something different Which, for you. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, which, like, a lot of people do, but, like, I did not give a fuck about who I was marrying in this hypothetical wedding. I did not care. I did not ever think about it. But I was like, this is what I want my dress to look like. And then I would be like, all right, when I have kids... These are the names that I want for my kids. Here's she just thing. loves naming things, Your Honor. I just like naming things. I would I would write stories and I would give these characters unnecessarily like twelve siblings who all had first and middle names. Listen, and I would people list- know they listened to Avon Swords. Okay, no, they know. I have stories that are way worse. <laughs> where like like there's one I'm thinking of where it was like this girl who like lives on a horse farm, and of course, she horse has girl. she has like. 13 siblings and they all have first and middle names and I also listed their ages and also in this story I listed exactly what this girl was wearing well yeah and, you had to and it like was, didn't even know. get to the story <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it was the character building you know listen. yeah 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 um but yeah I would always like imagine like those things because that was what I was interested in but I was not actually interested in being married yeah. or being married to someone I was just like, ooh, this is the dress that I would like to wear. And these are the horrifying names that I would have given yeah. my children. <laughs> Give me one. Break me off a piece of that. Um, you know, for a while, I was like really into the name Destiny. If your name is Destiny, no offense. That's tough. It's just not for me. No, it is not. And it's for me, giving 2007. Exactly. And I liked it in a very, like, cliche white girl kind of way. Like, like American girl posters that say, you can do it in your room. Oh, I was thinking of, like, a limited two way. It both. Or, like, a justice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if your name is Destiny or if you have named someone Destiny, I I I don't wish for you to take offense. Um I just it's not for me. Kind of like Zillion Air Cannon, Nick Cannon's child. We can't do this. This cannot turn into a Nick Cannon podcast. I was talking to my can't. coworker about it today. We just can't do this. And she was fully informed. That's great. That's good. What's your next one? My next one is I don't, I never had like celebrity crushes growing up. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like everyone had their posters from their teen magazines. I just had American Girl horse posters. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even, <laughs> I had like TV show posters, I think. I just had a lot of stuffed animals. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I just didn't, I don't know. I don't feel like I was ever like, boy crazy in that way you know yeah and i for me i didn't like get into the quote-unquote boy crazy things until i was in high school and at that point like because i got into like one direction which is like a stereotypical hetero girl teenage girl thing to be into but like, I had my, what I would now, as the BTS army, refer to as, like, my bias. But, like, I, w- I was never, like, I'm interested in YN fan fiction. <laughs> like, I recently found out that a friend of mine did write first-person POV <gasps> YN Niall Horan fan fiction. And yeah. th- it was the most terrifying thing I had ever learned about this person. That's um, really tough. But I was never, like, oh... I let's go on a date. <laughs> Me and fucking Louis Tomlinson in the year 2011. God, Niall Horn, I think, is playing a festival in Boston this year. Oh, I was like, I didn't know, you know he was doing Niall that. Niall Horn was in my dream the other day. We we saw him on the street, and my mom recognized him, and she was like, "Oh, that's Niall Horn," and I was like. I gotta hide. I don't like. I don't. I'm not acknowledging that I know this guy. But then he said hi to my mom. <laughs> oh my god, Julie, get it. Famous you know Julie. What? Niall is the uh, member of One Direction whose solo career my mother is most into. So wow, there you go. There it is. Uh, yeah. No, I was. I didn't have like celebrity crushes. I feel like I have more celebrity crushes now than I did. Me, me too. When it was like Cr- you're supposed too. to have them. Yeah. For me too, with crushes with an asterisk, because Squishes. yeah, yeah, um, strong parasocial relationships. <laughs> the parasocial gaze is real. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. All right. The other thing, which I think is what you were thinking of for me, mm-hmm. uh, which is also mentioned in the book, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. It's you a squeakrit. Read the book to get all the details. But I had a teacher who was single and didn't have kids. And I was like, oh shit, that's a thing you can do? That's great. There's a whole thing about this in the book. And then the next year, I was, I had missed school and I had missed a test. So I was sitting out in the hallway taking a test. And that teacher and another teacher happened to be in the hallway having a conversation, which was extremely distracting for me as a person with ADHD. <laughs> it was very difficult. But they were talking about how my my one single teacher 
was like potentially online dating and like potentially looking for a relationship and this crushed me i was so upset by this that my teacher who was like the cool single teacher who like didn't have kids and like didn't have a relationship was like actually looking for a relationship she betrayed you i hated that so much so funny to me i wonder what i got on that test (sighs) um (laughs) Yes, Sarah has a whole thing about that in the book and then goes into it more in the bonus episodes. Did you know? Bonus episodes for every chapter of the book. Every chapter. So get into it. This one is, this one's hard because I also like grew up religious, Mm -hmm. which like makes things complicated. I feel like I've talked about this before, but my first boyfriend that I had, I had in high school and I was like not interested at all in like doing anything sex related with him and Mm. i think i chalked it up to just like oh i'm super religious he was even more religious but like the urge wasn't even there like i feel like if it was a religious thing the urge would have been there and then i would have religiously like not done what the urge wanted me to you know yeah but it just was not there yeah, and then in your head you're like, oh my god, I'm such a good I'm such a good Catholic. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because I remember at one point he told me that, like, his mom was kind of, like, worried about our relationship because I, like, wasn't the same religion as him. And, like, yeah. she was worried that, like, I was trying to pressure him into, like, doing things. And I was like, <laughs> who? <"Me? laughs> Moi? That's funny. Yeah, sometimes I think about that. Yeah. Yeah, I was in a similar boat where, like, in high school, I just had no interest in relationships or dating at all. And, like, any time I got remotely adjacent to, like, someone showing interest in me, I, like, always had a very, like, visceral <laughs> anti-reaction. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. And, like, at the time, I was just like, oh, like, you know, I do fucking gymnastics 20 hours a week during the school year. I am also you know, doing all these extracurriculars and blah, blah, blah. It's a whole part-time job. Yeah, uh, that destroyed my body. And um, I, I was like, I'm just too busy. Like, I, like, you know, that's fine. Like, maybe, like, whatever, later. And I, I think that was normalized just because so many of my other friends didn't date either. But, like, I think if I were to ask them now about their experience with, having crushes and attraction in high school even though the 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 way it looked on the outside was exactly the same like didn't have any relationships like i think the internal experience was wildly different and i just didn't realize it well that's how i feel about the religion thing and i have heard this from other aspect people too is they just assumed like oh i'm being like all my other religious friends talk about how hard it is staying pure or whatever. And I always thought it was super easy. And I thought I was just like really good at it. And then afterwards you realize like, oh, I was not dealing with the same Mm -mm. sinful urges. No. Not at all. So silly. Not at all. And also I, I wasn't, I was, I don't think the environment I was raised in was as religious as yours. We like, we, I was raised Catholic, and I went to, like, Christian camp every summer, but that wasn't – we didn't go to that camp for the God of it. Like, we went – Yeah, because- I don't know. My circumstance is weird because, like, we went to church every Sunday, and I went all the way through confirmation, but, like, mm-hmm. we weren't, reli- like, culturally religious in the house. Yeah. 
you know, like my parents didn't really bring it into the house. We just yeah. we went out of the house to get it. I don't know. <laughs> Me and my sister were like altar servers. Like Same. my my I was an altar boy. Yeah, well, because my our priest was like one of the first people in the area who were like, yeah, fucking girls can be altar servers. What the fuck is wrong with all of you? <laughs> Weird. Um, and so like it would it would be like we would go to church on the days we were scheduled to be altar servers, but we would not necessarily yeah. go every week. And then we went to like Christian camp, which I, you know after that I was always like, yeah, Jesus for like a little bit, and then yeah. It would go away, yeah. and then the next summer I would come back, and it would be like, yeah. eh. <laughs> um, uh, where was I going with this? Uh, oh, so I wasn't in a super strict religious environment, also because my dad's side of the family is Catholic, my mom's side of the family is uh, conservative but not religious, and so like it's not like I had one big overarching yeah. like. And my dad's side of the family is Catholic, but they're liberal Catholics, so like it's a whole like when i was a kid my aunt like became jewish and so like we went to her like ceremony where she like finalized the like you know it, it was yeah. whatever it was it was it was chill chill catholics which are rare yeah true um, <laughs> but i was also still raised in like an environment that was like no premarital sex yeah like no and i was just like yeah okay yeah like unbothered did like did not think twice about that and i wasn't like mm, i'm so good i was just like okay sure yeah like I just, whatever yeah i don't i i don't know if this means anything or not but when i was in like first grade all of my best friends were boys hmm. and i feel like that is kind of a time where people are like oh cooties mm. and i just like didn't have any concept of that i can see that one of them is now gay i love that one of them is a bartender okay and one of them i don't know what he's doing i have him on facebook mm. but then like after that like two of them switched schools and so like the friend group kind of yeah. fell apart and like then i was friends with like more girls but like i would like in like first grade like my main friend group was me and three dudes yeah and I just feel like that's, like, a very, like, I didn't care about the whole, like, cooties, they're boys, whatever. Yeah. This one was part of the reason I started trying to figure out if I was A-spec because it was so strong of, like, I should know, you know. But mm -hmm. probably should know and did know after this that if you vomit every time <laughs> you think someone's, like, going to try to have sex with you and have an anxiety attack... Yeah. There might be something there. There might be something going to on. To figure out, you know? Yeah. I don't know. What were some of the things that people were saying in the court? Let me do a little look. Let's see. Uh, hiding under a blanket when watching a movie with other people during scenes where characters would do anything beyond kissing. Yeah. Uh, running away from the talk. Yeah. <laughs> Once Googled the purpose of dating. <laughs> Uh, Googling how to know if you have a crush. Did you as a child, like, ever look up, like, blah, 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 kissing, whatever? No. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, I never, like, as a kid, like, looked up porn or mm -hmm. any of that. I think the most that I did was, like, read fanfic, and then sometimes yeah. it would have, like, smut in it. But I don't ever, I don't know that I remember, like, seeking out smut. Yeah. 
I, as a as a youth, recall I like looked up videos of like how to kiss up, but they were like how to videos. <laughs> they yeah. weren't like they weren't yeah. like I want to like it was yeah. not at all. <laughs> was it like it sexy? Was, like, it was like this is and I I I like I guess I was just curious about it from like a what are the logistics of this sort of sure. way. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It's so funny. <laughs> I could not tell you. Uh, but there's that for you. Yeah, I honestly, like, and, like, I think a, a large part of this is probably the religious stuff, too. Like, don't think I sought out sexual content or anything like that until after I had my first sexual relationship. hmm Yeah. Because... I think before then, like, not having felt that attraction at all ever before, I had, like, no frame of reference for, like, why I would want that because I'd never experienced it. So I was like, okay. And then after I experienced it, I was like, okay, I get the appeal, like, whatever. Yeah. But before then, I just, like, had no reference for that telling. (laughs) This one is from (laughs) EHS is... Best one is it six months into an actually very healthy romantic relationship. I was like, hmm, you know who my boyfriend would be really good with? His best oh. friend. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's so funny. And then every time he would talk about his best friend, now I'd be thinking, IDK man sounds a little gay. <laughs> oh, my God, this one. One of my demi-romantic signs was seeing a new couple and thinking, wow, they must be really fast at making best friends if they're already dating. Yeah. That's so funny. I mean, a lot of just like people thinking that others are exaggerating about like crushes and attraction and yeah, a lot of like fake crushes and stuff. I feel like I see that like all the time. Yeah, I have like a it's like weird and like bad, but also like oh. I had not gotten catcalled until I was like in college. Like Same. It, it it never happened to me when I was younger, and it still does not happen regular. Like I know, like some people like deal with that shit all the time. Yeah, it's probably because I don't leave my house. But well, <laughs> I had just like never had that experience, and I was like glad because like it's a shitty ex- like once yeah. once you have experienced it, it's shitty. <laughs> I don't, yeah. You don't like it, but I was like. I have heard of some people being like, oh, like, why am I not getting catcalled? We didn't so we do a whole is. episode on this, like, Maybe. early on. I feel like we did, and we talked Girl, about, we've like... we've been doing this for five years. I don't know what the fuck ancient. we talked about. I feel like we did. We talked about, like, yeah, obviously you don't want to get catcalled, but then if you never do, there's something in you that's like, do these weird people on the street think I'm ugly? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And, like, I never really had that. And, like, I have, like, occasionally, like, on the times it has happened, I've been like, well, I guess at least I look like an object. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I always look my worst when I get catcalled. Yeah. One time, the most recent time I got catcalled, it was because my finger is bleeding profusely. Sorry? Not, not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that guy, The guy was like, hey, yo, that blood looks delicious. <laughs> I'm a vampire. (laughs) And then the most recent time I thought I was about to get catcalled, but then the guy just complimented me on my parallel parking skills and drove away. I love that. I have gotten catcalled by the same person near my house recently, and I'm frightened of him now. Yeah, that's not good. And so that's fun. I love feeling (laughs) uncomfortable in the place that you live. Yeah, it's actually really cool fearing whether someone's going to find out where you live because they keep seeing you in the same place. Cool. Mm. I love being a woman. <laughs> this is the opposite of the TikTok that's like, oh, how I love being a woman. 
Do, 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 do. This is that, but the bad one. This is not that. Interesting. This person saying, um, Frozen Flower says, I never felt broken as a kid. I could always look at my mom who never dated in high school. I'm 99% sure she's ace back. So even though I lacked any labels, I never doubted or worried about my lack of attraction because they actually did have like, they were like, oh, this is normal because it happened to my mom. Huh. Is that interesting? Taco Cat 1147 says that they told people they wanted to be a single crazy cat lady when they grew up. I love that. The only thing I can think of as a sign of being biromantic was that I was always like, well, yeah, women are more attractive than men in general. Mm-hmm. Like, women are just better looking. <laughs> Duh. I don't know if that's a normal thing to say or if that's just me being gay. I don't know. At the time, I was like, that just must be a fact. And I was just like, okay. Right, so, uh. <laughs> so I was like, I'll sit on that one for a couple of years. <laughs> Thanks, though. Sure. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I'm Arrow. Maybe I'm not the best person to ask. I don't- <laughs> oh, sometimes you look back and you say, what a silly time. Silly goose. Silly goose o'clock. Have I shown you my clock? Yeah. I have a clock sure. that says, uh, my roommate made it for me. It says silly goose o'clock and there's geese all over it because it's always silly goose clock yeah i feel like a lot of these stories that people are saying is just like you think it's normal as a kid and yeah or you think that you're existing in the same headspace as everyone else and it's yeah, not until, until people say stuff yeah yeah that you realize like what the fuck no i am <laughs> in a completely different world than you <laughs> yeah people just do things and it's like what yeah, I don't know. Like, of the couple friends that I did have in high school who, like, dated, I was just like, I don't know, that seems kind of time-consuming. Honestly, I feel like that's some of the best I- advice I have for, like, trying to figure out if you're A-spec is, like, go to someone who you know for sure is aloe mm-hmm. and just try to, like, compare notes. Yeah. And if they're just really like, off, them. then maybe there's something to think about there. Yeah. Aloe's just, like, living with aloe's and, like, most of the people I know, all of my friends in Boston except for Dean are single. <laughs> Rip. And it's, like, fine, but it's just funny hearing them talk about their escapades because I'm always just, like, Damn. like, one of my friends was dating this guy who's, like, a travel nurse, so he was, like, only in town for a little bit. And I was like, what the fuck is the point? Like, why are you doing <laughs> In my mind, I was like, yeah. Why? He's just leaving. I just can't. It doesn't make sense in my brain, you know? Another thing that, you know, this didn't become a problem until I was in college, um, which was kind of around the time that I was figuring out that I was A-spec. But this remains to this day a just terrifying fear. I live in constant fear of overhearing people having sex. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe. So you never did in college. I like I, it never happened. Did you ever overhear anyone in college? There was one situation that I, 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 I like to tell myself that maybe that's not what was happening. Okay, <laughs> I see. Um, but I was able to kind of um, drown it out with noise. Sure, <laughs> but. That was like the only time that that's really happened, and yeah. so I just live in constant fear. Yeah. Didn't, we, didn't you have that issue with like our neighbors sophomore year after I went to Germany? Yes. 
It didn't happen a lot, but there were a couple times. Yeah, because you weren't there, so it was just like the rest mm-hmm. of us, and we did hear people sometimes. Um, that's like really the most. I that's the most of our heard sex, and then I remember one time in my I was like sleeping over my ex's apartment when he was not my ex. That would be weird. Um, <laughs> and I woke up in the middle of the night because I could hear the people in the floor below him having the loudest sex of all time at like 3 a.m. And I was like, I'm just, I'm trying to, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm sleeping. Yeah. I just live in constant fear of overhearing yeah. something horrifying. Yeah. It's like that scene in Loveless where she mm-hmm. keeps thinking that she's overhearing people having sex and she's so mm-hmm. upset by it. And then finally she goes upstairs and it's the laundry room. Yeah. Like, that's me. <laughs> well, luckily you have good headphones, mostly. Well, except when they, they work. <laughs> they don't work. When they work. <laughs> and you can just not listen. Mm, I hate it. But also just, like, knowing it's happening. You don't it's, like that. I, I don't like that. Yeah. Like, I'm fine knowing people do that. Like, I know people. Yeah. But, like, I don't want to know that it's happening when it's happening. You know, speaking of my headphones, (laughs) incredible segue. What's our poll for this week? Um, You will understand in time how that was related to my headphones. But what's our poll for this week? (laughs) Um, I think we should just do like, what? What was a sign you should have known you were a spec or whatever? I'll word it better. Would you rather hear people having sex or walk into the sun? I'd rather walk into the sun. Would you really? But well, would I, you really? I wouldn't be able to walk because um, it'd be zero gravity. Yeah. And by the time I got close enough to really walk into the sun, I would be gone. I would be a goner. I'd be done for. Yeah, just like the guy in that one movie. I know exactly what you're talking about and totally understand this reference. The guy, it's the Marvel movie. He flew in the sun because he did such a fuck up. Yeah. Eternals. Yeah, that one. Spoiler alert. Also, Icarus. (laughs) Gotta watch out for your wings. So, what a stupid guy. Icarus was flying too close to the sun. It's a great song by Bastille. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, we'll find our poll Uh (laughs) on our Instagram. Kayla, what's your beef and your juice? Um, I'll do mine first because it's related to my headphones. My beef is that my headphones... I have Bluetooth headphones. They're very good. They're the Bose Quiet Comfort 45 headphones. Oh, advertisement. <laughs> I think they're 45. I think my old ones are 35, and these are 45. Anyway, sometimes I turn them on, and they're like, battery, 100%, connected to whatever device. And then I start listening or watching to something. Five or six seconds later, anywhere from five seconds to like, eight minutes they just turn off Mm. they just go boom and i say excuse me and this has happened multiple times and i've like tried to like reset my headphones like i now know how to reset these headphones um and sometimes that works but um yesterday it did not work that's rude i don't like it my juice is you know i was driving home and i was like i have a juice can I tell you right now what it is? Absolutely not. Mm, good. This is a weird niche juice related to another beef, which was that 
Um, I went to the gym the other day and I was worried that it was going to be super busy because it's January, but it has been raining so much in Los Angeles. Do you see the sinkhole? No, there's a sinkhole. There was a sinkhole in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles? Yeah, and two people's car fell in. Oh my God, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, we've been getting unprecedented amounts of rain and like repeated storms in California. Like there's a storm and then there's a couple days and then there's another storm and then there's a couple days and then there's another storm. Um, And my friend who's actually from Southern California said that he has not seen this much rain in like one in one year in his living memory so good cool at least your river will be full i know the road was like a river sometimes wow yeah i was on the phone with sarah when she was driving home or she was driving to the gym the other day and she alerted me of every puddle she was driving through oh yeah it was like a soon like i was it was like a tidal wave a tsunami every time i hit a puddle yeah and she could hear the rain it was loud (laughs) anyway it was loud um, but my but my juice was that uh, it was normally full at the uh, not the airport at the gym, gym. because it yeah. was so rainy. But they only had one like mat like to put inside the door to wipe your feet on. The they only had one in the whole place, and so it was mm. soaking wet. Good. <laughs> so, what's your beef and your juice? My beef is that I've just been very my. ADHD symptoms have really been presenting this past week. I feel like, and I'm getting testing soon, so I'll come back later with news. Um, But I've never felt like I had the type of ADHD where it's like I can't focus on anything. It was like more of like the sensory type issues. But I've been having a really hard time focusing this week. Um, It's been really cool. Cool. Yeah. My juice is that i got verified on instagram today <laughs> kayla fucking texted me and she was like sarah i got verified and i was like what the fuck is going First on all, i texted sarah many times and she was did not answer me yeah well it, it was it was not night time it was like seven for you night time okay okay um i actually should have been awake i was i my alarm went off many times and i just uh ignored it <laughs> Good, I love that. Um, yeah, at a certain point when you weren't texting me back, I was like, I hope she's not dead. Like, she should be awake by Did now. you call me late for work? Uh, I was like, I know what time she has work. <laughs> um, yeah, I got uh, verified on Instagram today, so. Me next, I guess. Yeah, we're going to work on Sarah's. Um, I also got my snail claw clip. It mashes my snail purse. Snurse. And also, my yoga teacher recognized me today. And oh, I know you were concerned about that. <laughs> I was, and she recognized me today. Well, because I walked in, and she was, like, they take off the people that are there, and I was like, "Oh, Kayla," and she was like, "I know your name," and I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, and then after class, she was like, er, "I'll see you tomorrow, right?" And at first, I got confused because for some reason, I got Thursday and Tuesday messed up. And I was like, you're not teaching tomorrow. And then I was like, yes, you are. So then I sounded stupid. And I was like, please don't think I'm stupid. Anyway, so I was like, yeah, I am coming tomorrow. And she was like, what do you want to do in class? Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, she knows she wants to know what I want to do in class. How many days do you yogurt? Two. But they're back to back? 
usually I do Tuesday, Thursday, but because all of the fucking New Year's people have been going, the Tuesday mm-hmm. class got full before I signed up. I see. So usually I do Tuesday, Thursday. I, I fucked up. Sometimes the I'm Wednesday class is like a chill. It's like a. It's called like a restore, a slow restorative class. So it's not really. It's like more stretching than anything. Yeah. Anyway, exercise. Um, my beef. I already did that, and that was my juice. All right, I'm done. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, you can tell you can tell us about your beef, your juice, um, your experience with the mud. There are mudslides in California. There's been a lot of mudslides. Um, because mm-hmm. it's so dry. Because we're in a drought. Certainly not now. That then the um the dirt gets so dry that it doesn't soak up the water. Oh. And then you get inches and inches and inches of rain. And it uh, just causes a mudslide. Anyway. Good. (laughs) Climate change is real and California is in a state of emergency. Um, yeah, you can tell us about those things on our social media at SoundsFakePod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash SoundsFakePod if you want to support us there. We have a new $2 patron. It is Miley. Thanks, Miley. I was going to make a Miley Cyrus joke, and then I didn't. And I'm so brave. They probably get that. I know that's why I didn't. (laughs) You're so brave. Unless it is Miley Cyrus, in which case, hey. Hey, girl, what's up? Give us more than $2. Give us more than $2. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) But, Miley, we are very appreciative of your $2. (laughs) Don't want to discount that. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. You're a normal person, I'm assuming, so that's very appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> Our $5 patrons who are promoting this week are Adam Klager, Alexis Star, Alice is in Space, Amanda Kiker, and Ariel Laxo. Our $10 patrons who are promoting something this week are... Bing bong. Are um, Arknest, who would like to promote the Trevor Project. Allison, who would like to promote Art in Grey by Ray Steve. R.E.K., who would like to promote Thought Slime, Benjamin Ibarra, who would like to promote Tabletop Games, and Cass, who would like to promote using the correct pronouns for everyone. Our other $10 patrons are Cinnamon Toast Punch, David J., David Nurse, Derek and Carissa, Al Bitter, JB, I think. Unclear what tier JB is. Confused about it. Uh, A mystery. A mystery. Uh... My Aunt Jeannie, Maggie Capella, Martin, Giselle, Maddie, Nathan Lish, who is new. Thanks, Nathan. Hello. Hello. Thank you for your money. What would you like to promote? This is a promoting thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> what would you like to promote? <laughs> um, Potato, Purple Haze, Rosie Costello, Barefoot, Backpacker, Song of Storm, The Steve and Zirkle Tail. Our $15 patrons are Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast. Click for Caroline, who would like to promote Ace of Hearts. Steve Chappelle, who is at twitch.tv slash Melodydia. Hector Murillo, who would like to support friends that are supportive, constructive, and help you grow as a better person. John Young, who I did, I checked. I did message this person, and they did not message me back. I messaged them in November. Well, and not your maybe, fault then. Maybe I should message them again? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not what sure. say? Uh, Kezia Root, who would like to promote the people who come into your life just for a small time, but just when you need them. Nathaniel White, who would like to promote NathanielJWayDesigns.com. Kayla Zanina, who would like to promote KateMaggartArt.com. And Sarah Jones, who is at Eternal Lolly Everywhere. Our $20 patrons are Sabrina Hawk, who would like to promote Merry Christmas from your parents, but in the year 2021. And Dragonfly, who would like to promote whatever the antithesis of uh, climate change caused natural disasters are. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Buy our book. Come, come to our to, event. Come to our New York. Come to New York. It's up to you, New York. 
It really is. If this fails, it's New York City's fault. And listen, last time we were in New York together, we got recognized in public. True. So. The rats aren't going to like this. (laughs) But the rats don't run this city. We We do. And me and Kayla are the rats. Yeah, we're the rats. (laughs) Anyway, uh, tune in next Sunday. Anyway, that's the event is February 23rd. The book comes yes. out February 21st. Yes. Uh, tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. Until then, take good care of your cows. <laughs>